0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Today in Sound Packers podcast. My name is Griffin. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Packers, and I'm joined by my good friend Braun who you can follow on Instagram at Lambo.Leapers and we're coming back to you. Uh, we're still together, still in person. This is going to be our third in-person podcast of uh, Braun's little vacation. Uh, it's actually a pretty sad one. Braun's leaving in the morning. It's our last, our last day together we're spending recording our last in-person podcast. Braun, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good, buddy. It's exciting to obviously be back with you in person, of course. It makes these a lot more fun and I'm sure a lot better to listen to. So, uh, I hope so. I hope yeah. it's
0: better to li- It feels like it's better to listen to. It's way more it's way more easy to record, you know. Yeah. It's like just being able to look at you, see your face.
1: Everybody loves looking at my face. <laughs> Yeah, it, no, it's a lot of fun to be in person. It's it's just different vibe. It's, it's like we're talking to each other.
0: I don't know. You can usually tell when you're listening to a podcast since they're podding from all over the world. You know, you yeah, yeah. can usually tell. It's like they're talking on the phone. Yeah, but you know, sitting next to you, it's like we're just talking to each other. This is just casual conversation.
1: Just Brian and Griff talking ball. It's,
0: it's like the best thing. That's a we've we talked a lot of ball. We've talked a lot of Packers. Since you've been here.
1: Yeah, you know? a lot. In a lot to car. talk about, sadly. A lot
0: of talk. <laughs> sadly. Sadly, it kind of ruined our our vacation, Devontae <laughs> Adams being traded. It yeah. kind of bummed us out for a lot of the time, but we were talking about how it's kind of nice that we were together because it's a, it made it a lot better. It would have sucked if we were apart and had to just cry and complain <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been bad, but uh, you know, being together, it was made a little bit more tolerable, I
1: guess. Yeah. So, I oh, wish you were, we're here in January. That? I know. I <laughs> wish I was here when we were losing in championship games and, yes. and whatnot. Yeah. What do we want to talk about here? Because kind of just a laid back one here today. It right? is a
0: laid back one. It's currently two a.m. Whoa! It's a it's a very laid back one. <laughs> um, we could talk about. We've got some news to talk about. We've got two re-signings today. You know, we yeah. were hoping we were hoping to get squeezed one last in-person pod before you leave. We were hoping for some kind of news. We were like, of course there's going to be news. There's going to be a big trade for Robert Robert Woods, or we're going to sign Julio Jones, or Fletcher Cox. Something's going to happen where we're going to have stuff to talk about on this next podcast. None of that happened, but we did re-sign Robert Tonkin <laughs> and Russell Douglas. We re-signed Russell Douglas, the pick magnet. As, As I uh, call the him. The nickname I came up with. Stop it. I,
1: we all know I came up with that. He's
0: nickname. back in Green Bay next year. The Packers secondary, man. I mean, where the do we even can start Can just
1: make that? it clear I did come up with that? Uh, yes, you, you came up with my, the, the big fact. Right? I did not. You did not come <laughs> up with I knew with that. that would
0: get under your skin.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you did very successfully. <laughs> Hard to get under my skin at 2 a.m., but here we are.
0: Yep. Uh, the Packers secondary, man. It's going to be very fun. Very good. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun, elite. dude. Fair to say, elite? Elite. Best in the league. Is that fair to say? Maybe. I got to look at these other rosters. Yeah, I don't know.
1: We'll see how it shakes out. <laughs> yeah, we got to uh, wait till after the draft. Think drop. about the cornerback room we have now with Ja. Obviously, Ja Money coming back healthy. He'll be good to go. And then uh, Rasul, the pick magnet. Like the chick magnet. The idea is like chick <laughs> magnet, oh pick magnet. God. We're going to be calling him pick ma- me. I call him pick magnet. It's a good name. He's got, what, five picks in how many games, Griff?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. You doesn't it matter. A lot of picks. <laughs> a lot of picks, yeah. I thought
1: you had more intellect than football. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know,
0: you've been calling him the pick magnet for the entire season, yeah. and it's like, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. I think it's, it's a, a lot great of nickname. But today you explained to me that it's because chick magnet, but pick magnet, it makes it better. It makes it better. It does make it better. That, uh, you start with
1: chick I magnet. I think people are going to start using it now that we've talked about it this much.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think it's going to catch on here. The pick magnet. What I'll if force we can?
1: Anyway. Can we get it in his Twitter bio? That's the goal. The pick magnet. Oh get it in gosh. his Twitter or Instagram. Can we bio. get the pick magnet on the podcast? He's one of my favorite players on the oh, team. That'd be a great get. Imagine How good that. is he, dude? How good is he? He's man? really he good, so yeah. good. He's, really He's not good. just this guy who intercepts passes like a Trevon Diggs. He actually covers like an all-star. He covers really well. Yeah. He is a true, really, really good corner. lot of breakups. Received still. an All-Pro vote. Remember. He did for playing like seven games in the season. So, man, <laughs> he seven. is good. Yeah.
0: so good. He's really he, before he even started getting the picks in Arizona that Thursday nighter. Remember that? God, what a what a play that was! But he had two pass breakups in that game where I was like, God, he's having a good game. And then he gets the game ending pick. And then from there on out, it was just just more the lockdown was excellence. Born. Yes, and I was there when he got a pick six against Chicago, and uh, it was <laughs> one of the livest crowds I've ever been in. Yeah. I and mean. we were at the Magic game the other night. <laughs> Stop. It's going to be nice to have him as our number three because he was our number two or maybe even number one. I don't I don't think they were in any order last season without Jair. It was kind of just Stokes, Chandon, and Rasul for a lot of time. Rank those any, any way you want. But uh, this year, I think the clear order is going to be Jair. Well, no, there's no clear order. It's going to be Jair and then Stokes and Rasul. Yeah. I feel like... They could get really fun with Jair in the slot, which we saw in the playoff game. Um, I think Joe Barry's going to be a fan of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, to have three guys that can cover uh, Jair being the most versatile, I feel like they can probably move him in the slot, but also move those guys around a little bit. The one thing is, like, Chandon Sullivan is, you know, he's still a free agent. I wouldn't be surprised if he's brought back just to be another guy, but, you know... I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate it if it was, like, a minimum deal, but... Cheap he, deal. He wants to pull I think he wants some big... Decent money that we probably aren't willing to give him. And Kevin King also won't be back, it looks like. No. I think we're done with cap. The window to, to sign him would have been before that, that cap hit was going to go through, right? So, right. Um, with the, the void year cap hit. So, that went through. That probably closes the door now because he's a free agent. There's better options out there. Like, I would rather have Chandon than Kevin at this point. Certainly. We, we got Rasul. Chandon's got, a good player, man. Yeah, we, he's, he's good in the slot. He's, a good he's got experience in the slot. Um, so, I mean, if we brought him back, he'd be the guy I would choose over Kevin at this point just because of the slot aspect of it. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, he looked good and uh, at times, obviously, last year. But I think he might want a little bit more money than we're willing to afford. But either way, that cornerback room is still uh, really exciting. This this will be the best cornerback room we may have had in many, many yeah. years. Since uh, Demarius Randall, Quentin Rollins, <laughs> Sam <yeah>. Shields. <laughs> <laughs> paper. On paper,
0: that was a pretty good room. Yeah, I feel like Chandon, I feel like if he gets a bag like in Jacksonville, they're just throwing money at anyone, right? Yeah. Like, I'd be happy for him. I feel like he's earned a, a decent payday. Not a crazy payday, but he's he's been a good player. And he's, uh, what was he, a se- undrafted, right? He was in Philly for a while. Then he comes in Green Bay and he's starting for three years in a row.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's
0: he, that's a pretty good career for Chandon.
1: Yeah, he's played well enough to get a. another contract somewhere else if he wants it or to return in Green Bay and keep playing have a role so he's got some options because
0: as of right now the only depth we have behind the top three is Shamar John Charles
1: yeah, fourth and round pick. They could always. It seems like they draft somebody at some point every year for the cornerback room, right? Yeah, you we know?
0: love our DBs. Yeah, especially in early rounds.
1: Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, we got all those picks this year. We'll see what we do with them. But <laughs> let's
0: touch on the contract real quick too, because that was a great contract. I thought three years, twenty one mil, seven per year. You know, the the news breaks. It's three years long. You you went with thirty. I went with twenty one.
1: That was my guess. Thirty. <laughs> yeah. I thought they'd go with thirty, but
0: I nailed it. First time ever I've ever nailed something like that. Three
1: years, twenty one million. I think that's a pretty good deal. That's for a Green great Bay. deal for Green Bay. It got man. the. Uh, I think it's got incentives to go up to 25 and a half, Which like you know the If he has another five much. pick season. Yeah, that's he's, probably he deserves you know, that Whatever money, he gets to get to that point, he'll deserve it. So, uh, yeah, I mean that that's some value right there. You think about what JC Jackson got. He's a big pick guy too. Good cover guy, but he's he's a big turnover creator. He got $16 million per year. A guy like Rasul, who's only 27, I mean, he's no old guy, you know. He's he's definitely got a lot of ball left in him. To get three years, $21 million, to remain in Green Bay, that could be a cornerstone piece for us at a cheap market contract. That is valuable, man. He's going to be good for us, and I feel like he's becoming a leader. He's developing into a star. You know, Everyone Rogers loves call, him. Rodgers called him a superstar. Everybody loves him. Rasul. One of my favorite players, man. Everyone's, dude. The fans so love awesome. him.
0: The players love him. Players were really happy. That's what I love. The players were really happy to see him brought back and Devondre. Yeah. Everyone was happy to see Devondre brought back. Dude, so. the,
1: these guys that come in and like just immerse themselves into the culture, into the city, and just play such good football. Like that's what it's all about. Those additions. Like you want to get those guys that are Super Bowl additions that help you get to a certain point. and and, and luckily Green Bay was able to keep those guys. They don't always get to keep those guys around. The ones that they pick up midseason or late in free agency, just like a flyer, they Jared have, Cook, right? Comes Jared to Cook mind. comes to mind. There's, there's not many of those, but the the ones that matter uh, are like Devondre and Rasul that are now sticking around for multiple years. That's the kind of guys that we're we've really been lacking over the years, and now to have them locked into long term situations is really good for the future of this football team.
0: I feel like we dog on Goody a lot on this show, but uh, we do have to credit where credit's do? That's
1: that's a great... Yeah, no, he yeah. did a great job.
0: Great job signing those players off the street, bringing them in, and uh, great job giving them the extensions that they deserve. And I feel like I really love the Rasul deal because I feel like he easily could have given Rasul kind of what he gave Devondre, like a five-year... I was expecting almost like I a said, four- or five-year deal. I five thought it was going to be
1: my original... Prediction for you, Griff. I said it was going to be five years, sixty million, right? Yeah, no, that's what I thought yeah. it would get. That's and, twelve. for
0: That's a big contract for a guy who and just right. played the best fourteen games or whatever it was of his entire career. I know? would
1: not surprise me at all if he got that. You know, what I mean, like that's the kind of deal I was expecting. Just and because, it's risky.
0: It's really risky giving yeah. that money.
1: But to see guys like J. C. Jackson and others get less, like the, you know, get way more than him. I mean get way, way more like Dante Jackson today, got over 10 million. Yeah. Rasul was one of the best corners in football last year, and he only got seven.
0: We've got great value.
1: Really good mm, value. So. It's, it's hard to miss on that deal. Because same with Devondre. Even if he does like, same exactly. It's 10 million a year for one, an all pro linebacker. Yeah. You know, the only thing is the sample sizes that you're worried about, but if they play at even a similar level than what they were at, uh, this past year, we will be in great shape having those guys on the contracts. Um, for the future now and, and helping this team try to win Super Bowls at a pretty decent value.
0: Yep, certainly. And uh, it's the the deal is, like, front-loaded. Green Bay is kind of king kings of the, the back-loaded contract. This one's front-loaded, which we talked about, Ron, as being very beneficial in case uh, the last season proves to be fluky for Rasul. They're not heavily invested in him past this year. Yeah. So that's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get too invested in a guy who you've only seen play for that one, you know, the one portion of the season. He played really, really well, but, you know, you you just want to keep your options open, and I feel like Green Bay is doing a good job at, by, by front-loading this, you know, Given him that full seven million this year, especially with the money that we have from the De- Devontae Adams trade.
0: Yes, we have so much money. I'm yeah. glad we're using it.
1: And oh yes, we're, we're very really much, using we're it. We're really using it, man. And so are the Rams. So <laughs> yes. really good stuff that's going on. But uh, Robert Woods
0: today traded to. Uh, let's talk about some guys that we've talked about on the
1: last couple yeah. shows. Okay, so <laughs> that are now gone. Fletcher Cox is gone. The one guy I said was like gonna happen. Austin Hooper just signed with the Titans for six million dollars, which is probably a little bit out of Green Bay's price range as we. You know they don't like to spend. Ah, uh, uh, that one hurt though. Yeah, that one I thought was pretty much. We a,
0: said that was going to happen. <laughs> that's
1: what I thought. That was pretty much a lock. <laughs> yeah. Instead, we got Tunyon back on a that one, one year felt deal so obvious, years. dude. Austin
0: Hooper. Yeah. yeah, Tunyon's back. We're gonna talk about that. Do we have to though?
1: I mean, we all know the situation. It's a one-year deal with void years, so they're kind of yeah. keeping him. Looks like it's gonna be like a minimal cap hit. Um, just like a player that they want back because he's gonna be. Rehabbing the ACL for the off season, and hope they're hoping he gets back at some point in 2022, which is, is probably likely.
0: Yeah, um, he tore it late October. So yeah,
1: it's, so it's going to be by the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, some people think he might be able to play around. You know, maybe week dude. one. But these days, yeah, with the way the <laughs> ACL
0: doing, recoveries are getting quicker and quicker, it feels like. For David, unless you're but, David Bakhtiar, yeah, I was say then it takes two full years. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, people love Tanya. He had a big year in 2020. The Packers are hoping they can get that again out of him. But um, what were we talking about? Okay, so Austin Hooper signs with Tennessee. Robert Woods, who we talked about, Bobby Trees, he's traded the Titans today. So the Titans are getting all these guys that we want. I mean, that one, that one hurt. That one hurt because it's a 2023. Bronze asking me to guess what he was traded for. I said, uh, I said a fifth round pick. It was a sixth round pick in, in next year's draft. <laughs> like <laughs> literally pocket change, man. Come on. Yeah. Apparently we were. What did what did the one guy on Twitter say? I think it was
1: Michael Fabiano. He yeah. said that Green Bay was interested but move too slowly that kind of sounds like that
0: sounds like Green Bay
1: sounds just like Brian would do You know, <laughs> but uh, I don't know what the uh, I really don't know how true that is or whatever I also don't know if they would have ever even dealt him to us anyway unless yeah. we offered some kind of premium pick but there's
0: only three teams in the NFC this year
1: yeah and well that uh, we have to find a receiver first but yeah <laughs> yeah
0: are we one of those three teams we'll actually we'll find out I guess I mean it's having Rodgers kind of puts yeah. us in that Rodgers gives us the floor
1: I think we're now number three behind Tampa. I mean Yes. Just sadly until we get to, like until they this guy, get Tom a receiver. Brady. Yeah, I hate Tom Brady. They were out of it,
0: man. They yeah. were it was a down year for them.
1: Not they good. Not a competitor, yeah. Now everyone's back, Gronk's back. Russell Gage. Who else? I mean, goodness gracious. Can
0: this guy make my life any worse?
1: No. <laughs> Rough stuff, but yeah, here we are. Up at two AM talking about this <laughs> team. So, uh, what else do we have? We have, uh... I have a hole in my heart because we don't have Devonte.
0: That's what I have. I think we all do, man. We're coming around to it, though, like...
1: Yeah, we just gotta figure it out. It's just,
0: like, every time we're... Re- he posted today the thank you. Everyone's been asking where's the thank you. We finally got it, and, uh, it was sad. I mean, it was...
1: Just sad. I'm
0: man. happy he did a thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. He con- He's gonna be in the Packers Hall of Fame one day. It's just... Look, the, here's the reality, right? He's 29 years old. And in my opinion, if you ask me this question, I will tell you, I think he just kind of ended the peak of his career personally. I think he did it himself. And that's, by going to the Raiders, he just squashed pretty much any chance he has of winning a Super Bowl. I really, I mean, how shocking would it be if the Raiders won the Super Bowl next year? That
0: would be pretty shocking.
1: Especially in that division, right? Yes. He kind of ended his chance at, like, getting any greater. He did. Right, I, without Aaron Rodgers, I feel he's like not he can't get any better. He can't
0: get any better, right? That's like the He's problem. been so absurdly good these past two seasons. So what is
1: he gonna do? Maybe stay with the Raiders for multiple, maybe three years, maybe four, maybe more, or maybe he comes back to Green Bay down the line. You know, that would be nice. But regardless, he's gonna be a Packer for life because there's no scenario in which he gets better. And he's 29, right? If, he, if most receivers play into maybe at their latest, you know, the 35 range or whatever, but like. You know that's that's only six years from now. He's been in Green Bay for eight years. He'd have to do a lot of different things, including winning a Super Bowl, to uh, get anywhere outside of the Green Bay point of view. From a legacy perspective, I feel like. So look, he that'd be he, big
0: for a receiver too, because receivers they usually don't have the rings. They have the stats, but they don't have the rings unless
1: you're Jerry Rice. But. So he now put himself in a position where he's gonna be not as highly regarded just because he's not playing with Aaron Rodgers. I I just feel like there's no scenario in where in which he uh gets better or you know continues to grow. I don't like
0: that offense for him either.
1: No, it's just, it just there's like, a lot when has of...
0: Bill Belichick ever had a a number 1 receiver like that, you know?
1: Yeah, it's it's a little different. I mean Josh McDaniels now being there it's, and that that's a lot of like screen passes and stuff a lot of short yeah. short Yeah. Which is very
0: good at. Yeah. DeVonte is a very talented receiver.
1: He's we we know he's going to play well and and everything else, but you know, he's not getting younger. He's 29 years old, right? Like it's not like he's going to completely like find a new, you know, fountain of youth or anything in in Las Vegas with with a worse quarterback and probably a, a not not as good a scheme for his skill set. Definitely not as good a scheme. I Especially mean, when you're getting targeted 20 times a game in Green Bay, you're not going to get more. You know, how yeah, now he gonna, he's splitting targets too with Renfro and Waller. How is he going to get better stats, or how is he going to have you know, a better chance to win? How I think is, you know, he just,
0: dude, he wanted to, he saw the opportunity to play with his best friend and play for the team he loved growing up, so he took it. And so this is another thing that I wanted to talk about. I'm glad I remember this. So Rappaport tweets today, or yesterday, I don't know, um, I don't know what day it is. He tweets that if we had offered Devonte the contract last last spring, he'd probably be a Packer by now. Like, and that's exactly what I can see happening. Because do you remember Rogers last summer when he comes back? He has the big press conference. Didn't he say something about how it's kind of ridiculous that? you they're they're lowballing you they lowball you and then you threaten to leave and they throw all this money at you. Didn't he mention that?
1: Yeah, he did. I mean, that's that's it's insulting. It it's sounds like, like that's exactly what happened to Devonte. Yeah. It's insulting. It's I mean, he nobody wants that. Like now you want me. You you won't give it to me when I deserve it for just for being here, but until I threaten to leave or not come back or or feel or get to a point where I feel a certain type of way about wanting to be in Green Bay which he did not anymore obviously you know you get to that point it should have never gotten that far but that's how Brian operates obviously we've seen <laughs> it happen to now we've seen it happen to Z where he had no interest in coming back and who knows what's going on with that now but you know he had no interest in coming back at a certain time and with Rodgers we saw that and somehow that got rebuilt because of Rogers' loyalty to the team and the fans and the city and everything else, um, regardless of, of what goes on in the front office. And then now, De, now Devontae, and it's just the history of the separations between the player and the, and the organization has been so brutal. This is not going to make Rodgers... It's about the about, people. It's supposed to be about the people. Rogers' whole entire thing was about the way that players exiting Green Bay, how they were treated. Devontae forced himself out because of this front office and the way that they operate and rod this is what Rodgers wanted fixed. I really want to know what he has to say about this whole thing and I'm interested. To God, see what I his would love to hear him are. talk,
0: dude. What does he think? What is his opinion on this? Whose side is he on? Is I, there a side you know, to be I,
1: taken? There you know, he's now locked in with this organization for the next 3 years plus.
0: It doesn't seem like Devonte is holding a grudge against this the, the front office though.
1: I'm you know what I'm scared of? I'm scared that Rodgers wasn't expecting Devonte to request a trade or leave and get traded and now Rodgers may just want to play this one year out and retire. You know, I'm afraid yeah. that he's going to kind of coast through this year unhappy oh, without that his would best be bad, target. That would be bad. You know, unhappy as a, you know without Devontae. And knowing then,
0: he has no options now because he already signed the deal.
1: Exactly, and then maybe be get complacent and just like want to retire because 2018 esque. Knowing Mike's on the way I'm out, I'm afraid just... of that. They have to show him like we have a chance to win by acquiring the right talent to get excited. Yeah. If he's rolling out there with MVS and Lazard again, <laughs> like as we, come on man, oh, we can't God, like yeah. that is uninspiring for the fans. Who does that the excite? City. Who does that excite? Especially not Aaron. Aaron will coast through this year. We'll get to 10 wins, whatever, win the division, and then we will... Who knows what? Maybe he'll turn it up in the playoffs, but it will not be a fun year. And I'm afraid that he's going to coast.
0: This kind of leads to something else that I wanted to talk about today. We were talking about this a little bit earlier, Ron. There is a scenario where moving off... Obviously, moving off of the best receiver in the NFL isn't going to make your team better. But regardless of the contract, it's just... you know Your your team's getting worse when you lose that kind of flair. But there is a scenario where... I don't know. The team has more success, maybe that happens. Because we know, everyone knows, Aaron gets eyes for Devontae, which we, we can literally argue if that's a good or bad thing. Because that's not inherently a bad thing, I don't think. No. Wanting to throw to the best receiver in the entire world. Of that's not, not a bad thing. No. But it it has proven to be negative at some points. As, you know, makes sense. It's going to happen. Ta-
1: yeah, we've talked about this. I feel like uh, the, the only way that this comes out, in a scenario where we are a better football team, which sounds like a stupid notion in and of itself, but, like, when you talk about a better football team overall is when, I've talked about this a million times, you need to have multiple talented guys, like, you can have a guy maybe, like, half as good as Devontae, which is really good, like, you're talking about, like, DK Metcalf, kind of thing, like, in terms of the, the developed connection with Aaron, it won't be there, right, but he's you got a talented guy. DK, we just throw around. Who knows if he's available? But that's just a guy, right? You get DK, you add Will Fuller, you get a draft pick, then you have MVS and Cobb and Lazard. Like that's a lot of talent in one room, which we've never had until I I say never had with this current Rogers era. Yeah, past twenty eleven. Yeah. just just with had with Matt Lafleur. Matt Lafleur's right. never had. Matt Lafleur's had, never. That oh receiver. my goodness, Matt yeah, Lafleur's never. never had anything close. I mean, <laughs> not even a little bit. It's just been Devonte and a bunch of guys. Yeah. undrafted, you know, unremarkable, unspectacular, just like guys that he's had to work with. I'd love to see him get a few chess pieces instead of just the one queen, Devonte Adams. Yeah, exactly. Moving exactly. all over the board.
0: And we have the money now, we have the cap room and, uh, I don't know because people. I see people saying that if we get MVS back, then we've got our speed guy, and we have Cobb to put in the slot. Amari behind Cobb, mix him in with some packages. Now we just need to draft somebody to be to replace what Devontae had. That's ridiculous. That's ri- we're, we. It's just the same thing that we already had, except worse a, now. Worse, a <laughs> like, lot worse. A lot worse now because you're replacing Devontae with a, a rookie. Yeah. Like. That's I don't I don't see that. I don't see how that makes us I don't under, understand how that maintains or enhances this roster. And we have Rodgers, he's going to be How old is he going to be? He's turning 39 this year. He's going to be 39 in December. So. I mean wasting the Packers are wasting Rodgers prime is kind of like a like a buzz phrase these days, but like that would be almost like wasting a year of Rodgers that we fought so hard for to get him back. We don't know when this guy's going to retire. Like that kind of they can't lateral bank on this. They can't, downward no. move is just not going to be good. So here's the theory I kind of broke down to you. I'm going to try and put this into words. So the Packers are 7-0 without Devontae Adams since Matt LaFleur got the job. Um, Aaron has proven to play very well without Devontae Adams, and people argue that he's a better quarterback when he doesn't have Devontae Adams because he trusts the scheme more and he plays within the offense. Here's my theory with that. The Packers won the Super Bowl in 2010 with the best receiving core that Rodgers has ever had in his entire career – Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, James Jones, all those guys. So all those guys are on a, uh, let's say, a level three level. Level three being elite. All those guys are on level three, right? He doesn't have one guy that he favors. He's not looking, pre-snap, he's not looking at just one guy because he trusts him to get open, whereas all the other guys are. Maybe they'll get open. If they are, I'll throw to him, but probably not going to get open. All those guys he trusts to get open. Now, we fast forward to 2019, 2020, 2021, where he's got Devontae, who's a level three guy. And then he's got MVS, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb at 31. Like, those guys are all level 2, level 1. Like, they're they're good to, gr- they're average to good, you know. So he's got Devontae, who he's looking at every single snap, and he's going to trust to get open. And he's got all these other guys who he just doesn't trust as much. So I think the solution here is that when you take away Devontae, all he has are these level 2 and level 1 guys. He trusts them all equally. So he's going to play within the offense, and he's going to just throw to the open guy. But when you have Devontae, he's going to more often than not look towards Devontae because he trusts him to get open. So I think you either have a bunch of level two and level one guys and just have Aaron play within Matt LaFleur's offense, throw to the open guy, or (laughs) the better solution, if we had Devontae Adams still, and I still think this can get done, is get a bunch of level three guys. Like it like we used to have with that that Super Bowl team. And I feel like we wasted years where we could have done that with Devontae. We could have drafted someone to put alongside him. We could have signed someone in free agency. Or we could have traded someone, made a Super Bowl move. You know, like I feel like we wasted an opportunity to get a really good core while we had the best guy in the league. Because if we had other guys who were not at Devontae's level, but near Devontae's level, I don't think Aaron would have fell for the trap of looking at Devontae on every single snap in a playoff game.
1: And the excuse for not getting those guys has always been the money. We don't you No, know, Devontae is getting paid this much. Rodgers, all this, we don't have enough money to be attributing that kind of assets to the position. Now they've dumped all that assets because Devontae's gone and the money he was making is gone off the books. So they have no excuse to not add multiple guys, in whether it's free agency. I'm expecting... I'm not expecting because of this, you know, the organization has no experience doing this, but I I am hoping for at least two guys to be acquired in either free agency or a trade. And then we look at the draft. But but we need those guys, those veterans to come in and we have the money. I, like I said, I already said before this Devonte deal, I have no interest in discussing money. I'm done with the money because we have money. Everybody is making moves. That, you know, that have nothing... It's like the money didn't even exist. The Rams exist. are
0: signing Allen Robinson. The Why? Rams
1: signed <laughs> Allen Robinson for $15 million a year, 15 and a half, and they had negative cap space at this the time. The rich get richer. It, it doesn't make any sense. So now, if we have money, if we have cap space, I don't even care if we do or don't, but we do we have the space to sign these guys for like i said all the cap geniuses out there that want to start adding the dollars and cents together <laughs> they've got plenty of money to go around now and it's time to start using it on guys our highest
0: that are... paid receiver is making what 4 million dollars Alan zard i think he's our highest paid guy
1: well goodness gracious we have money to <laughs> i mean that we're we're allocating nothing to that position it's time to go get a guy and multiple now get two guys Draft a guy in the first or second. In fact, Griff, let's go to the post that I made, and and let's discuss this a little bit. All right, let's discuss this. It's a good outline. So, For example, we're going to have two options for a wide receiver core going into this season, and here are the two examples. So number one, if we were to trade for DK Metcalf, right? That's a guy that, look, in Seattle, they're not competing right now if they have Drew Locke at quarterback. They might be open for business on some of these guys. They cut Bobby Wagner, right? Maybe we go out and make a trade for him. Maybe we give up a second-round pick. Maybe we give up a first-round pick, whatever the case is. So it would be DK Metcalf. We sign Marquez Valdez-Scanling back, and we draft a receiver in the second round. And then we have Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and Amari Rodgers rounding out the top six. So that's DK Metcalf, Marquez Valdez-Scanling, and a second-round pick. Versus the number two core here, we'd have Julio Jones signing Julio, former number one receiver in the league at a certain time, Older now, but could recapture some of that with a quarterback that he's never played with of the caliber of Aaron Rodgers. So he's never had that. Could recapture some uh, some magic in his the, the remaining of his career. I would
0: still like that signing, even though on, I would the, like on it. the last pod we said it's not as beneficial because we don't have Devontae and Julio would kind of have to be the number one guy. I would still like that signing.
1: It, he still could be. If
0: it's a body who's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, people respect him at least. Yes. Like nobody res- No offense. I'm not going to call out a name. Nobody respects some of these guys that are on our roster as yeah, like, like, a like, true no, like like they're not like like a young guy. If a you young know? corner sees Julio Jones across from him, that is a legitimate thing. Any yeah. defensive coordinator that sees Julio is going to treat him like Julio Jones. That's important. That's valuable.
0: I I love Alan Lazard. I love Marquez. Yeah, we love these guys. But But it's like they're role players. No, they're They're, role players. Aaron says this any chance he gets. (laughs) Like, it's not, they don't, they don't bring anything special to the table. Except Lazard's run blocking, which he's very good at. He's
1: a good run blocker. (laughs) But we're trying to catch some passes too. Yes. So, number two, we're talking about signing Julio to whatever deal, right? Signing Will Fuller as well. So now we've got two free agent signings.
0: This already feels like a pipe dream.
1: Right, <laughs> that's what we're dream. We're in dreamland on this podcast. We're, if you don't we're in a dreamland, man. But, so, and then we would draft a receiver in the first round, as opposed to the second round in the number one scenario. And then, of course, Alan Lazard, Randall cabamari Rogers. I'll repeat them again, Griffin. Then I'm going to ask you which one you prefer. Okay. So, DK Metcalf, Marquez Valdez, scaling and a second round pick. That's option one. That's option one. And number two, Julio Jones, Will Fuller, and a first round pick.
0: I think the clear and obvious one is option 2. What are people commenting? Is it 50-50? It's
1: very tight. It's a I feel like the clear and is. obvious
0: one is option 2. We've got option so far, 1
1: 429 comments on this post. By the way, which is a lot of people you, weighing You don't in.
0: have percentages here, do you?
1: No, I will put up a poll tomorrow. <laughs> okay. In the morning. Yeah, good idea. Yeah.
0: I feel like the benefit of option 1 is DK. Young guy hasn't hit his prime yet. And he's got blue hair. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but I feel like that's the <laughs> only he thing... And wears a pacifier. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the best thing about option one, because you're getting the second round pick, and it's like...
1: Who, who else goes along with DK? Oh,
0: so MVS. You're bringing MV- back MVS. You're bringing back
1: MVS as part of the deal. So some people will be like, oh, I don't want MVS back. So that kind of takes it away. I feel like we fall into that camp. Let's clarify. Let's
0: clarify. We love MVS. We love him, but... I love MVS. I'm man. not willing... If I'm Brian Goodwin, I'm not willing to give him 10 dollars
1: million. I'm also not willing to have him as my receiver too, anymore. No, I I'm just, come. On. His best year 2020.
0: He was good. He had a great year. He caught the ball more often than he dropped it, but he did drop it a lot. That he didn't have a drop in 2021. That was very nice. But he it's barely like he played he had 40 yeah, yards. He had a bunch of injuries. That's why like people are talking about him getting this one year prove it deal. It's because he's He's, he was so injured, and he didn't have a great year in 2021. I'm hoping he gets a bag elsewhere away yeah, from Green Bay.
1: Yeah, come on, man. Look, because he's not for us anymore. This, our, his time with us, it just doesn't make sense. It's time for him Devontae. to go to Jacksonville. He doesn't have Devontae taking double teams yes, from him. No. He's going to get a lot of and attention deep.
0: This is the thing I was saying about these guys not being special. MVS, he is very fast, and he can run straight down the field. He doesn't have a super developed route tree. Obviously, doesn't have the best hands in the world. What is he bringing to the table other than speed? Admittedly, the Packers have no speed in that room at all. None. So that's a benefit. But I feel like we can find someone. This is the fastest wide receiver class draft ever. Literally, right? Can,
1: let's say, don't even, like, you could just hypothetically get a guy in the fifth round that runs a 4-3 yeah. something.
0: We got MVS in what, the f- sixth round? Yes. Fifth round. Fifth round. Whatever. I yeah. mean, <laughs> what is,
1: we picked him up in the late rounds of the draft. If they what makes sense there? They make these theories about drafting guys in the fifth and sixth round and having success doing it, like MVS, who was, like you said, fifth-round pick, right? Why can't they just go and do that again? Why would we go and spend $10 million on a guy like that when we can just go and do it again?
0: I hate to be mean, but the only thing MVS is bringing to the table is making defenses worry about the the deep ball. He's making them have to cover 40 yards down the field. That's because the other otherwise, point. without MBS, it's true, we have no one who threatens you deep. There's not one guy who threatens, even Devontae. He's not threatening threatening you deep.
1: Exactly. That's why Will Fuller being a part of this other side yes. is Will important. Fuller,
0: that is an upgrade. He brings a route tree to the table. He brings actual dynamic play to the table. I feel like Will Fuller, admittedly, has struggled staying healthy. Missed all of last year.
1: But so is MVS. But so forget. is MVS. Yes, yes,
0: So I feel like Will Fuller is uh, a very good sign. I think he'd be great for
1: Green Bay. Really. And then you're talking when you look at the draft. I mean, to not get a receiver in the first round after this debacle would be quite. Can devastating. you imagine?
0: At that point, they're trolling us. At that point, they are yeah, trying to make us angry. That would be tough to swallow. Us, me,
1: and you specifically. Yeah, they would be probably. I mean, that what a what a kick square in the you know what that would be. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. Yeah. That, I mean, that would make me sick. Yeah. That would make me sick. Regardless of what they do, frankly, I don't care if they go out and sign every free agent wide receiver on the block. They need to draft one in the first round. Yeah, they have I to. mean, they have no choice here. They they have, have, they we have, did who's under contract after this year? No. No. Nobody, no. dude. Amari. Like, oh, my, that's it. That's literally it. So, <laughs> Okay, so let's look at my comments Who's the section. guy I said earlier? Can you remember? Oh, gosh. Rico Gafford. <laughs> yes. I'm sure literally no one has ever heard of the name. I just spewed out of my mouth. So, I mean, that's that's number... That's wide receiver two right now, guys. So... That's why wide receiver two Rico is a guy... Rico Gafford. Who, Rico Gafford is a guy you've never heard of. <laughs> literally never... None of you have ever... Not a single person listening to this podcast has ever heard of Rico Gafford. And he is our wide receiver two currently, I would say, probably. So... It's not going to be fun. But here, let's go to the top comment. Uh, 80 likes on this comment. says, DK and MVS for sure, so that option one. He says, Julio hasn't been the same since the Super Bowl and Will Fuller is always injured slash suspended, missing a ton of games, plus Metcalf is young and explosive. So there is the... Okay, so think about... I get that. Yeah, I get it, obviously. Metcalf is... If we were to get DK Metcalf, this is all hypothetical, but if we were to get him, man, that would be... uh, that's a good that's a really good pickup i don't know what we'd have to give up he was a former second round pick um but he's a good player he's he's, he's kind of blossoming i feel like he's his athleticism is off the charts you know that's stuff that i thought green bay would really be interested in um, in the draft they just passed on him even though he had one of the best combines ever right i feel like he'd be a really interesting guy to put with rogers and Big, big target. I feel he like he's run. not
0: super happy in Seattle either. No, who wants they to did play? not use who him very, to, very well.
1: Who wants? To, and now, now he's not even having rushes? Now there. he's playing for
0: Drew Lock. I yeah.
1: guarantee he would have no problem coming to Green Bay and then playing. He'd probably else. love it. I mean, yeah, it's not Same like the weather is that Lock, big of a deal. I, yeah, I feel like Tyler Lockett too would be a, a good fit. He's the other guy. You just look at would this, love Lockett, yeah. The situation in Seattle is this: first of all, we traded with them, if I'm not mistaken, to get that Jordan Love pick. From with the fourth round, did we not trade up with them? With Seattle, yes, yeah, we right? did. Yes. Exactly. Yes, so we, we have do. we have history with them. John Schneider, yes, obviously, they like us. There's history there, and we
0: <laughs> we gifted them a trip to the Super Bowl in 2015.
1: We have a lot of love for them, right? Yeah, yeah we gave them. They owe love. us for that one. They do. So this is if they're going to give us anything. I think this is the opportunity to get those guys who probably, you know, they're veteran. Well, DK's younger, but Tyler Lockett's a veteran. DK is a guy who is a superstar player developing and wants to probably play with an elite quarterback. Not in a rebuild, right? Like, these guys aren't rebuild players. You
0: know what's weird about Seattle? Why are they rebuilding with a 70-year-old head coach?
1: Good question. That's, what are they
0: doing there?
1: You want to start a Seattle podcast? Let's mm-hmm. do it, dude. What a nightmare that would be. <laughs> Episode one, why we should trade
0: DK Metcalf <laughs> to the Packers.
1: <laughs> Maybe we can get that going in yeah. Seattle. But, yeah, I mean, it just it would make a lot of sense if we could go out and, and get a guy like that. And it would change our receiver room for sure. If we added DK, obviously not as good as Devontae, but MVS see, it's pretty similar, though. And then you add a second-round pick. That's the interesting thing. I mean, it's tough. This is a really tough. I'm, I'm actually impressed with how difficult this is that I made it. The scenarios. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. Very it's difficult. pretty tight. It's pretty tight. It's very tight. Like the second round pick may not make a difference, or maybe he could make a difference. But like Devante, otherwise,
0: second round pick, fifty third overall.
1: That's right. true, but having he didn't four make a difference picks right away, we need a difference maker right away. Yeah, Devontae. So he, that, you're yeah. talking about like it's basically going to be DK, MVS, Lazard, Cobb, and the second round pick.
0: Hopefully, he plays decent,
1: yeah. but he's going to probably be a developed guy. It's like Amari. This is not better than this is not this is not enough. I feel like number one, number two, Julio. I feel like if he recaptured some of his old form with combination of Will Fuller and potentially a first round pick like that, I feel like that's too good to pass up. That could be three hits right there. When in this scenario, MVS is the guy who's returning. It's not anything new. It's not anything that's gonna put us over the hump because he's been here.
0: I love MVS, man. As yeah. a person, that's the thing. I yeah. like. I feel bad about always dogging on the guy. <laughs> yeah. I met him. He was a great guy.
1: Yeah, but uh,
0: yeah. I, I he's just. I don't know. I just don't see a point in bringing him back, especially without Devonte. Like, it's
1: tough. I mean, it's, it's time
0: to go in a new direction. It's time to. It is. It's time to reset the entire wide receiver room, and we it, it doesn't. Guys. I don't know if that's his plan. I don't even know if that's his plan, dude. My guess right now is that he's ready to roll in with Alan Lazard as wide receiver, too, at least.
1: That's really a losing no, recipe. Uh,
0: I don't like it, man. I don't like that at all. I L- what are we creating cap room for? I
1: didn't think we'd be having to do this receiver thing even more this year, like because no, we've been dude. doing it every year, but now we're asking for more and more. Like we, we have now gotten worse at receiver when we weren't in any position to do so. We lost our best player other than Rodgers. And all we have to show for it is maybes. That's what I'm going to keep saying. We have two maybes. Let's turn those maybes into yeses by getting a guy like D.K. Metcalf or Tyler Lockett or Keenan Allen or anybody who's willing to get on this football team and help us win games. I mean, we just need a lot of bodies now. And what I, that includes, like, multiple guys. I, we need to make a first-round pick a receiver. But I think we should also trade one of those first-round picks or second-round picks or a third-round pick, whatever, to get legit guys, like pick your name, like just go through the rest of the league, especially when you talk about the AFC. There are guys out there on teams that aren't that good that we can go and grab and just put a good body on this roster. Give us multiple talented players.
0: Just make a couple phone calls. Granted, we have no idea to know if Leviscus they're making Chenal phone calls. Chanel from
1: Jacksonville is another guy. Oh, I would that'd like. be fun, dude. A lot of fun.
0: That'd be fun. But I I don't think they, the th- the problem with the young guys is that teams just aren't willing as willing to move them as they are. the I veterans.
1: heard he was available though. Lavisca? Yeah, because they they signed a few guys in free agency. Yeah. I mean, Christian Kirk got seventeen million a year. Well, this time of year, dude, he hear? does a lot, dude. He does a lot of the same yeah. stuff that Lavisca could do, especially slot yeah. stuff. I feel like he'd be a lot of fun in yeah. Green Bay. That that would be a lot of fun. Like that's literally anyone of, would be a lot of fun. What would you have to give up for him a fifth? Like, you know. come on, man. That's you an know, easy shit. move. If Robert Woods gets a sixth in 2023, you talk about a young player, but he's not much better, obviously, than, than You're Robert. You're getting the
0: contract with Robert, though.
1: That's true, but that's why maybe you give up a fourth or a fifth for for LaVisca. Yeah, in
0: 2022.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. That's this 2023. That's a like, the sixth round pick in 2023 is like a piece of paper. Yeah. Like what even is that really? Yeah. You're not like, doing anything with that. That's, that's that's a UDFA you might like and want to grab. Like that's <laughs> literally not even a pick, so um it's not literally a, not even a pick. It's not a draft pick. <laughs> so uh but no, I feel like it just makes a lot of sense for us to give up one of those stupid picks that we've been hoarding and just like we're willing yeah. to do it with Jordan Love, had no problem moving up to get a quarterback that we're gonna end up trading in a month probably, but uh Wow, yeah. I hate this team. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: could we could end up looking really dumb if Brian does attack this position the way it we think it needs to be attacked. But as of right now, it's just We've never seems seen like,
1: anything like that from Brian. Ever. Look
0: at Cleveland, man. Look at Cleveland. So they traded for Amari Cooper, they traded for Deshaun Watson, they're in on they they were in on Robert Woods, they're in on Will Fuller,
1: Jarvis they, Landry. They
0: cut Jarvis Landry, they're trying to bring him back on a cheaper deal. They've already got young receivers like Donovan Peoples Jones. Like I, wish, I just want to see us attack the position like that, man. Like, we've got a 39-year-old quarterback. Can we attack the position and get some help around him?
1: I would love to see some of these guys that are just, like, on these outcasted teams. Like, it just makes a lot of sense. We are trying to win, no? Apparently not. We just tried our best player. Yeah. I don't know what, it, I don't know what we're doing. Hey,
0: what other team acts like this, man? Look around the NFL. Look at the past two Super Bowl winners. That's all you have to do. Why are we so stuck in our ways about this, man?
1: I don't know. The last two Super Bowl winners are teams that obviously we've had to play, and you know,
0: who have built their teams through free agency,
1: and also have literally stacked receiving rooms. Yes,
0: the receiving rooms. Tampa are Bay's are got absurd. four
1: All Pros, and you know. The Rams had OBJ. And Cooper, and Cup. Cooper Cup. And Cooper And
0: they signed OBJ midseason. They don't even need him. Van Jefferson is a young guy. Van They've Jefferson got was a draft
1: Woods. pick that we should have made. Like, the, those are the <laughs> things that... Like, we, didn't, we didn't draft a receiver that year. No. And they, they drafted 2-2 Atwell last year, too. They just never stopped. They didn't need first, these guys. That was their only pick. And what did they do? They had a, Their first pick was in the second round. And they drafted 2-2 Atwell. And that was and that was not a need no but you just add you because what is the trend add a bunch of receivers that can all play it's a passing league it's a passing league and give this quarterback a lot of options so they don't get pigeonholed into throwing to one really really talented guy great term there pigeonholed great term really good word (laughs) not unwordable at all (laughs) hmm yeah so, go listen to the last podcast. But uh for that for that inside joke. But yeah. Couple inside jokes this podcast. Couple Make sure you listen jokes. to the Devontae
0: immediate reaction podcast. No oh, gosh. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And we we didn't promote this one cuz it's kind of awkward, but we did a we did a podcast before Devonte got traded, literally just before Devonte got traded. We uploaded that this morning. Uh, if you want to listen to that, listen to that, but a lot of it's irrelevant, so.
1: <laughs> but, but anyways, yeah i mean just let's let's go you know final word here on the on the state of the franchise here let's let's just go attack this position like we like we just lost our best player i mean like let's let's attack it right like why don't we go and and try to make a move here for for a guy that would make sense um and let's not be slow about it either like we just apparently did with robert yeah let's go be proactive go call your team call your team about your best player he said, we moved too slowly. Moved too slowly. Green Bay was in, but moved too slowly. Green Bay moved too slowly. <laughs> what a surprise. Why don't we go and make a call to just about every team in the league asking about their best receiver? That's what we go and do. We have also, money, Also, we man. couldn't get back Hunter Renfro or Darren Waller or anybody. I know, dude. I, Even Brian get Edwards. Anyone? I loved Brian Edwards in 2020. We didn't draft a receiver that year. Instead, we drafted our quarterback of the never. Gruden said he's young T.O. <laughs> How about that? You like that? Quarterback of the never? That's pretty good, yeah. I just made that up on right the spot. now, on the fly. Not bad. Quarterback the of the never. I just made that up. That it's is good. Bad. How about my... Uh, Let's get that in his bio. That is great. <laughs> that would, Dude, that is such a good line I just came up with. And you, you saw my, my post with a pic, that picture of Jordan and Rodgers
0: yes, together. Yes, yes, yes.
1: The present, the future, and Jordan Love sour <laughs> but yeah. what are we talking about oh Brian never. I'm not gonna get over that for a while that's a good line
0: or the Devontae trade we couldn't like not even a receiver we have other holes on the team we couldn't get back a D lineman that or more than a <laughs> we one liked. and a
1: two like for the best we couldn't snag league.
0: anything else man we couldn't get anything else I mean I know I know it's not it's not the worst trade in the world compensation wise it's not the Hopkins trade but I don't know. We couldn't get someone come on, man. Come on. And we're not this is the other thing. We're not we're clearing up all this cap space. We're we're cutting our starting right tackle. For God knows why. Good no, move in hindsight. Why we need to we need a tackle now. Yeah, I know.
1: Like, not only do we need a tackle, we need a tackle depth. Yeah. We need that. depth, yes. We're not swimming in O line talent, let alone I mean, like, come on here. Why did we make that move? So it we makes could get no three million sense. dollars just to get twenty million more by trading our best <laughs> like, offensive what? player my goodness it doesn't make sense
0: dude a lot of these deals like rogers and devondre rogers is due 28 mil devondre's due 4 mil like all all those contracts preston these contracts are structured in a way that they're cheapest this year they're they're going to be cheapest in 2022 it seems like this would be the year that we bring in the talent because we're going to have the extra cap space that we're not going to have and we're not doing anything i don't it doesn't, are we trying to win this year? Is this the all-in year? Because this doesn't feel like it's all-in.
1: We do have time. We certainly have some. We time. have time, man. We the have draft time. is gonna be hot. I mean, like that's when you know, no, no, no draft pick is more valuable than when it's the night of the draft and you have a player then on the board that you want, right, or whatever the case is, right, no draft pick is more valuable than on draft night. GM, when you
0: see a quarterback who you think yes will be a great backup, you start for to get you start three to years.
1: Get, yeah, you start to get emotional on draft night about players you want on your football team, and you're willing to give up a little more. You know, Brian always told that great story about Clay Matthews, where Ted was talking to the group, and you know, what do you want to give up? What what's the most you're willing to give up? And he goes, I want the player. Brian, one of the guys asks, you know, well, you know, we don't want to oversell or anything here. And he goes, no, you guys don't understand. Ted goes, I want the player. And he traded back up into the first round to go get Clay Matthews after they selected B.J. Raji in that same draft. And it just tells you, like, the aggressiveness. Like, Brian knows when to be aggressive, and he knows, like...
0: When you see an average quarterback
1: yeah go take him just go get him <laughs> whatever it takes give up a fourth round pick Justin Jefferson <laughs> falling no, down the board. no, no. C.D. Lamb falling
0: <laughs> that's no. where anyone thought he'd be no no, no. that's My.
1: too much
0: no. no come on we got Devontae Adams
1: <laughs> look at that one now yeah. can't say that anymore sadly <laughs> alright well that this is sad really this is just here. sad this is sad it
0: sounds like are we too are, is this podcast too complainy
1: well, what else do people want to hear us singing their praises? <laughs> I Great mean, move, guys. <laughs> Best player gone. Can't wait for this year. I can't wait to see the moves that are made. Brian, just trade Rodgers and that'll do it. <laughs> Bring on the love era. I mean, I Bring can't, on the hate era. <laughs> That's what this good podcast one. is, apparently. Yeah, th- th- it really is, man.
0: I mean, I am excited to see, like, the moves. Like, the-, the thing about the Adams trade, the good thing about it, is that we get to make moves, and we have money now, and we have four picks in the top 60, which is really fun. But I don't know. It just... I don't know if we're going to make moves. It doesn't feel like we're going to. It's only been a few days, but... I think it's only been, I don't know what day it is, like I said. I completely lost track of time since Braun got here, but... Um, it just feels like... It feels like goody's going to say this is enough, and he trusts this team that has fallen short in the playoffs. Today, yeah, I don't
1: I? that's the problem. Who understands you know how can you not understand that we have fallen short now three years in a row, where we might have had at least these last two years, we have certainly had the best team in football at times. Yes, with the best quarterback and the best MVP, receiver best receiver. great you know, coach. We just had one of the best defenses in the NFL this past season that was injured and hurt. Supposed to have a great coach. We have a lot of things going for us here, and now we sit here Super Bowl-less with this current regime, and they are hoping or relying on this team that is now getting worse to be better. It just doesn't add up, and things are going to start falling apart pretty quickly if they do not quickly act by adding the talent necessary to mitigate the loss of the great Devontae Adams that now... Will not be as great.
0: And that's going to do it for this episode of the Today in Title Town Packers podcast. We'd like to thank you so much for listening and to make sure to subscribe on all platforms iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Today in Title Town. You can follow me on Instagram at All Day Packers. <laughs> Almost <laughs> called myself at Lambo Leapers. That's Braun at Lambo. Leapers. We're going to be back uh, later this week at some point, maybe even tomorrow. I'm not sure, with a a little bit more of a fun podcast. I don't think we're going to be. <laughs> we're going to record it right after we're done here. So if there's any new News. We're not going to be able to talk about it, sadly, but we're going to get some uh, some fun content in for the the last of the in person podcasts Bronz giving me a face. <laughs> that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Go pack, go.
1: Thanks for listening, everybody. As always, go pack, go. And we're done. <music>